0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron, New Life Pentecostal Church, Albany, Georgia. Hope you're having a great day in Jesus. We're going to be looking today at Ur and Abraham. What was Ur like in Abraham's time? in that time period. I think you might find it fascinating. And so this is found on pages 1360, pages 1361. The Open Study Bible, they've got a really good archaeological supplement. You know, we've made a few dozen uh, looking at the Premier Study Bible, which I actually wrote that archaeological supplement for them. And uh, this is just a good jumping off point. So, we talked about Ur a little bit yesterday. If you haven't listened to that, you may want to give that a, a listen to it. It's not too long, just a few minutes. And today's just going to be a few minutes as well. So, God bless. Let's look at this Ur and Abraham. When Abraham lived in the city before he left for Haran and Canaan, Ur was a center of religion and industry. The city was wholly given over to the worship of the moon god cult. And we find that from archaeology. It's unbelievable, really. The Babylonians were devotees of many deities. But at Ur, the moon god sin was supreme. Sir Leonard Woolley, and he's eminent archaeologist. You'll run into his name if you get into archaeology at all. Especially, you know, a century plus ago. Sir Leonard Woolley's lengthy excavations and 12 highly rewarding campaigns have revealed the splendor and the size of the city, and also given details to the timenos or the religious section of the city. Timenos. In other words, Abraham was surrounded on all sides by idolatry. This we have recorded in the Bible in Joshua 24 2. It says this, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood, the Euphrates River, in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, the father of Nechor, and they served other gods. That's really kind of a dramatic scripture telling about Abraham and his progenity. So the moon god Sin was given such epithets as the exalted Lord and the beautiful Lord who shines in the heavens. The immense temple tower built like a mountain with various stages, contained the holy chamber of Nanar on its uppermost level. And the mountain of the Lord, that's a big thing in archaeological studies today. Because it seems that some uh, or many false deity complexes had to do with mountains mountain of the Lord. And that is an imagery found in the word of God dealing with Jehovah in a positive context. Here in this lofty Babylonian temple, mystic ritual in honor of the deity was conducted. In front of the immense ziggurat, or kind of like a uh, a pyramid with, with steps, looks very much like something you would see in the Mayan culture, on the lower level was an open court, a kind of holy market, where the people brought their gifts and paid their taxes to the king, who was also their landlord. Accordingly, the city was a kind of the theocracy, centered in the moon deity, and I, I just find that fascinating that uh, even in this really advanced civilization, I mean, like one of the, uh, the standard of Ur, this relief that's full color, considered one of the wonders of archaeology, I mean, building ziggurats, the uh, complexity of the city, they were advanced, but yet they were filled with what we would know scripturally with false gods. The sacred area was known as Temenos. In it were located other sacred buildings and shrines. And let me spell that Timenos It's T-E-M-E-N-O-S. I'll repeat that, T-E-M-E-N-O-S. Okay, and so including houses for the priests and priestesses of Nainar. And you can read up on Sumerian deities and their pantheon of gods online. To the west, the river Euphrates flowed near the city walls. There was canals running around and through the city. In Abraham's day, instead of being a hot, forbidding, desert-like region, Ur was a flourishing and beautiful city because of irrigation and civilization. It was surrounded by fertile farms and a busy populace engaged in agriculture, woolen, and textile industries. All this commerce was centered in religion. And, you know, there's a lot of mythology between, you know, Nimrod and Abraham confronting each other. But it is just mythology. Nobody knows any of that for sure. The book of Jasher talks about certain things, but again, you just don't know that. The houses of Ur have been excavated and examined. It is conceivable that Abraham grew up as a lad in one of these residences. There is presumptive evidence that Tara's father worshipped the moon god and was a devotee of Nanar and Ningal. In one of the dwellings there is a small domestic chapel with altar niche and family burial vault. It is very likely that Tara worshipped at such an altar. And also to me, you know, having been to India and Nepal, it kind of has that feel to it as well. You know, that uh, a lot of In India, a lot of the houses and the huts in Nepal's will have little shrines to deities. To this day, so this may be talking about something four thousand years ago, but still in the human heart, it is out of this polluted atmosphere of polytheism that God's sovereign grace called Abraham to begin a new line that was to be separated from idolatry, and through which Messiah was to come, who would deliver the world from sin and idolatry. I think that's so fantastic so that's another theme in scriptures god's constantly calling people out come out from among them be separate saith the lord and so israel had to come out of egypt and abraham had to come out of ur and you know this is just something even jesus went to egypt as a child and had to come out of egypt and uh and then we as christians come out from our prevailing culture to serve the one true and living God. We want to be a blessing to the cultures we're in, but uh, we want to serve God most of all. So God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening, joining us today. We're going to look a little bit more about Ur and the Sumerian Kingdom tomorrow. I hope you'll join us and uh, check us out on YouTube, New Life of Albany, Georgia, Facebook, New Life of Albany, Georgia, newlifeofalbanygeorgia.com. And please subscribe and, and share with your friends. We try to come out with a new podcast, pretty short, every uh, morning at 7.30, just sharing the love of God and the truths of scripture found in archaeology. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.